Welcome back, rescue fans. I wanted to really quick um, touch on something that came to my attention last night, in fact. In this area, I had a pretty good Arctic blast that came through, and we've had a lot of snow, blowing snow, sub-zero to single-digit temperatures. In fact, what that means is not only is it slippery, but the ice won't melt adequately because the salt doesn't really work at these temperatures, which has really, quite frankly, added up to some complications and some problems um, with driving. Last night, uh, around 4.30, uh, the news uh, came in that we had a pileup on one of our east-to-west running um, highways uh, of over 122 cars. Now, they showed a lot of this footage, and the footage was showing how, in whiteout conditions, several semi-trucks collided. They stopped in the whiteout, and every consecutive vehicle came in, slid right into them, drove into them, crashed into them. There was a tremendous amount of wreckage, and um, with the whiteout conditions, cars just kept blasting one after another into that pile of wreckage. There was a fireworks semi-truck that caught on fire. There was acid that was in a chemical truck that started to leak and poured out. We had a, a hazmat situation. We had fire, vehicles catching on fire, fireworks exploding, extremely cold temperatures. I mean, if you want to talk about a worst case scenario, this is definitely on the track. Well, anyways, the question came in, um, what do you do in that situation? Like, how do you how do you um, survive a multi-car pileup like that? There's several things going on, right? There's there's the fact that you have additional cars running into the already existing crashes. So how do you escape it without getting hit by another vehicle coming in? Some of them, again, huge semi trucks coming through, sliding out of control. Number two, if you do get out of the wreckage and you make it to a safe place, how do you survive the bitter cold? And is there a way to prevent this? So I wanted to make sure I address this as quickly as possible. In recapping this, I actually talked to my own family members about this. The best treatment to this is prevention. Whenever you can see up in front of you that there is a whiteout or a, a, a extreme loss of vision, it is always the best idea to slow to a stop, pull off, turn your hazards on, and stay in the visible location. Um, driving into that kind of whiteout scenario is just trouble waiting to happen. We don't, we don't know what's inside that whiteout. We don't know if we're going to just pop out of the other side of the whiteout. And as much as it seems like an inconvenience to stop your vehicle on the side of the highway before you get into the whiteout condition, that is the best way to avoid this type of multi-car pileup and all of the problems that occur in relationship to that. But let's say that you ended up in that collision there's nothing you can do about it. You're there now. How do you make it so that you have the best opportunity, the best chances of survival? Well, there's mixed theory in regards to how to survive being involved in a multi-car collision. And one theory is stay with the vehicle, stay belted in, and allow it to become a cage around you. Another theory is look for a window of opportunity to escape the vehicle and run to a place of safety. There's all kinds of secondary and third and fourth different algorithmic problems though in this particular situation that do not make that quite as easy as one would want it to be. One, what if your car starts on fire? How do you stay in a burning car? Is it wise to stay in a burning car? Absolutely not. Secondly, then if you're in that situation and you have to escape, how do you get yourself 
let alone maybe children that are in the back of the vehicle all together and get them all to a place of safety. Now we have the extreme cold weather problem. So we not only do we have to get ourselves and our passengers out of the vehicle, if at all possible, if the vehicle's not damaged and entrapping us, and get them across a barrier altogether, and ideally not go into hypothermia and freeze to death. Well, that can be solved by hopefully some really great um, good Samaritans and bystanders who will allow their vehicles to become warming locations for those individuals. But I mean, that's a lot of people. We had 22 people go to the hospital, one fatality. Again, I really want to punctuate this with prepare for the worst case scenario and prevent it from happening in the first place. We can usually see a blow across whiteout condition before we get into it. Not always, but we a lot of the times can. My suggestion, no matter how late it makes us, no matter how inconvenient, is that we do not drive into a whiteout condition without knowing what's inside that whiteout. Stop, pull to the side, be in a safe place, well into the area of safety, put our four-way flashers, make sure our lights are on, and wait for the snow squall to end. Wait for the wind to let up. Let us see what's inside that whiteout or that squall before we drive into it. And in my opinion, it's a lot better to try to prevent this type of accident from happening than try to survive it once we get into it. So I hope this helps. I wanted to get it out. I know we've got a lot of, of harsh weather ahead of us, and today we still have problems on the roads. So I wanted to make sure to get this out to you. I hope it helps. Stay safe, stay warm, be prepared, get your warm gear into your vehicle, and try to prevent it from happening in the first place. From Roy on Rescue, keep on rescuing. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.